we're we're both in very weird places this week, Hambo, because I'm, as you can see in our video feed, I'm in my new house in Leamington. I've never seen you be where you are right now. I'm in my house back at home. Uh, This is a curtain behind me. If I open it, there's no man. It is a very dark window because it's night time and you can't see outside. But no, it, there's also a, there's a second Hamish. I I I want to know I want to know what podcast that Hamish is doing. That Hamish is currently reporting recording um Dark Boy review with the Wilkie who's in the window in front of me. Wilkie, Wilkie in the window is a song from Dear Evan Wilkie. Sure. I I that is the only song I know from Dear Evan Hansen. Play the theme yeah. tune. <laughs> of Boy Review, a little show we like to do here at the weekend, or as you call it, Wednesday. Yeah, we're a, we're a different breed, us. We call it the weekend. Because we're the boys. Yeah, we got nothing better to do on a Wednesday, so we just call it the end of the week. That's true. Though, Wilkie, you soon might not have much else to do at the weekend, because I'd heard that Warwick's apparently... Because you're going back to Warwick. I am, yes. And they're doing online teaching for the first three weeks. Yeah, a good idea. I, I, I will agree that that's a very good idea, vis-a-vis not having contact with people. Um, if it continues, I'll feel like a bit of an idiot for moving into a, a new house that I have to pay money for. <laughs> I, I, I pay for this whole house. I could have been somewhere free, yeah. like where my parents are. Yeah, but it's 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 nice to be independent. Um, it's nice to, to sort of have, uh, especially given that I, I'm living with with uh, a couple of our friends, uh, Alex and and Sophie, uh, it feels really weird calling them by their real names, not their nicknames. But um... <laughs> we have to explain to the that we can't explain to the non-internet people. But yeah, no, it's it, there's there's upsides and downsides. Obviously, yeah, uh, primary concern is reducing spread of the global pandemic. It's good to not have a pandemic. Yeah, wearing your mask is good. Good from Boy Review. Yeah, that's an extra bonus one for you this week. Yeah, no, that's actually my topic. I just got it out of the way. Feeling <laughs> You're lazy. Done. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna go downstairs. Oh, please don't go. I want to do the show. No, with I'm you. not gonna. I'm not gonna go, Hambo. Don't worry. Hey, that's gonna be nice because I just, I really enjoy doing the show. It's one of my favorite parts of the week. I was driving home today, thinking, oh, I can get, get back and do boy review. It was really nice, and I got stuck in traffic again. And I thought, oh no, oh no, flashbacks, bad memories. But thankfully, it was literally just like two miles from my house, so it's not bad. Though it was a very long, it was a very long time I was stuck because it's just like a single lane, and they had one of those things where they have like the works building works, but they've set up a traffic light system just on their own. Ah, 
I really would like to get one of those. Can I buy one, Wilkie? Well, like, can you can you buy a traffic light? Yeah, can I buy uh, no specifically two so I can have I can control the flow of traffic? I'm I'm sure there's somewhere you could buy them. Uh, like a probably not Amazon, but yeah, sure. You'd you'd have to buy like an industrial generator as well because, like, you need to power them somehow. Just put up a really, just like get a really long pole with a solar panel on the end of it. Done. Really long, just reaching all the way directly to the sun. Yeah. Get it straight from the source. That's, yeah, perfect. Just have one hundred percent efficiency right there. Boom. I don't think that's how science works, Wookie. Yeah, who knows? Oh, I had a great segue. Damn it. Um, I was saying, Hamish, that I would, I would never abandon you here on this show, but I'm afraid I'm, I'm not, I'm not quite who you think I am, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through this vent here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna run away after killing you. That's right. Uh, my topic today is the game Among Us. That was a very in-depth segue, but would require a lot of knowledge on what Among Us is. Well then, let, let me introduce you to Among Us. Now, Hambo, you, you told me that you haven't played Among Us, which you should, by the way, once we're done recording this. Um, I just downloaded the phone app. Ah, wonderful. Are you aware of how the game works? Um... Vaguely, a couple of Let's Players have given it a try. I have yet to watch any of those, oh, um, yes. but I will plan to. My understanding is it's some kind of... People have to do stuff on a ship, on a spaceship, and there are some people, I don't know how many, but some number of those people are not real people. They're some kind of fake people, and their goal is not to help, but to hinder. Yes, that's pretty much it. And specifically, kill, I assume by stab. Uh, well, that's actually something that's very interesting. So, uh, yeah, you're you're right. Uh, there are uh, there's a, a team uh, of between four and ten players, uh, with one to three of these players being selected as imposters rather than crewmates. It's um, oh, a lot of people. You wouldn't have three imposters in a game of four people. That would be terrible because, of course, uh, I think actually they would just win immediately. Because you win if the imposters outnumber the teammates. So one option is for two imposters to to kill all but one crewmates, and then they win. Uh, okay. But yes, the the goal is to prevent the crew of this ship from completing their tasks, uh, which are often uh, maintenance based. So oh, you've got to run around the ship and open these three panels and stick the wires together, uh, or you've got to go to one end of the ship and redirect some power, Star Trek style and then run to the other end of the ship to the place you just directed the power to and accept that power transfer. Um, they're fairly monotonous, these tasks, but they can be quite fun. Uh, it's quite satisfying. Uh, so the the wire task, there is a red, pink, blue, and yellow wire, and then mm-hmm. a shuffled combination of those colours on the other side, and you have to drag them across. And it's really satisfying when you get one where they're just all straight lines or where they crisscross perfectly. Um, so being being a crewmate is is far from uh, like a losing position, um, but yeah, uh, it's often played with a uh, either a text chat or a, I, I prefer doing it with voice chat. I've been playing with Panto people recently, um, and it's very fun because you're not allowed to talk during the game, so you can't say like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to go do my medbay scan," and uh, then you know say like, "Oh, uh, Red's in here with me" or something, because then if if your body is discovered. It's obvious that Red did it, so you have to stay silent uh. until either someone discovers a dead body, 
or someone calls an emergency meeting. Are these like home rules, or are they rules that the game imposes on you? Uh, the game, well, uh, we we use Discord for our voice chat, so we the game cannot stop us talking through Discord, but we we impose that they are the rules the game tells you to use. Okay. For, uh, for example, that there's nothing physically preventing you from taking all the money from the bank in Monopoly, but the rule is that you don't. The rule is that you only take money when it's owed you, unless you're me. That's not true. Mom, my mum will be listening and thinking, Hamish cheats in Monopoly. I I want to make clear I don't cheat at Monopoly. That would be bad. I used to have a friend who cheated at Monopoly, uh, but in, in a rather smart way, which was by pretending that she knew the rules to Monopoly off by heart, and so no one ever checked the rule book when she was around. Uh, <laughs> and it, 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 they were never very egregious, but like she would pretend that um, she would lie that uh, you could sell properties back to the bank. Like, uh, like houses and hotels, you could sell them back for their entire value. So she would, like, store all of her money in the form of houses and hotels, and then when she needed to, like, pay rent, she would just sell them as, as she needed them. No, no. But I can see you're shaking your head. No, that's not how it works. You, only, you can only sell them back for half their value, because otherwise there's yeah. no risk. The whole point is that there's, that there's a risk in, like, uh, investing in property. Anyway. Um, yeah. Among Us... I played, I've played it, to be fair, I've played it once. I played for like th- two or three hours, uh, cl- closer to two maybe. Um, and it's it's very fun. L- and like I was saying, so we've we've played Werewolf, we've played Superheroes, these like hidden role style games. Yes. And it's often kind of boring in Werewolf where you get dealt the, um, the villager card because you're like, oh, okay, I guess I've just got to do work this round. I don't get to like do anything fun. I just have to go in with no information and do all the work myself. You know, I don't even get to be like the insomniac or anything cool. You've just got nothing to do, right? Yeah. In Among Us, all of these little tasks are like little mini games. So, um, hmm, what's, what's the most fun task? I'm trying to think. There's there's a task that everyone gets. Uh, you you mentioned a spaceship. That's the uh, the Skeld map. the The spaceship is called the Skeld, and um, there's three maps currently available. Uh, Skeld, uh, I think it's called Mirabar, but that might be a name I've picked up from somewhere else. It's M something and uh, Polus, which is like a, a snowy moon base style map. Um, on the Skeld, there's a task everyone has to do, which is to go to admin and swipe your card through a card reader. But you have to actually click and drag and move it across the card reader. And you have to do it at the right speed. You can't go too slowly. You can't go too quickly. And it's like, I've actually got to, you know, pay attention as a crewmate. I've got to be like on top of my tasks. You've got to know the map uh, so you can get your tasks done quickly. Because if everyone does all their tasks, the crewmates win. Uh, And it's it's really cleverly designed because it it really engages you as as a crewmate. And you you know your job is far more than just run around aimlessly until you find a dead body and then you know try and remember who it was you saw running down the corridor the other way. So it's it's much more engaging than like uh, like I mentioned like a, another hidden role game where you might just be left with nothing to do. Yeah, no, because this sounds really interesting. Because um, oh, I I, um, I talk about watching a lot of let's plays. I really like a series um, with uses Gmod. And uh, I particularly like watching Trouble in Terrace Town videos. Uh, it has a similar sort of hidden role system. Um, but two things that seem very different is firstly, yeah, if you're not one of the 
there are some roles on innocent and um, and uh, villain sides, traitor sides. That's it. But if you um, are just sort of a regular innocent, so you've just got a green bar, then you don't really get to do anything. I guess the difference there, though, is is you start to suspect people. Anyone can kill anyone else. So if you're an innocent person, you think someone's dodgy, you can shoot them. But there's also then the negative of you might lose karma, which determines how much damage you can deal if you kill too many people on your own team. Um, But so I guess that's interesting. And then also you talked about the talking. When I watch... Uh, this series a lot of them impose a you're dead you're dead rule so if you if you die you cannot talk anymore um, which can lead to some funny scenarios where someone will be talking and they will then just stop talking mid-sentence because they get killed uh, but i guess and then and there's often the phrase oh if i die red did it or whoever this person is did it yeah um, so that, i guess yeah that that sort of talk is allowed yeah but like uh it, it can be quite fun because you can like uh during this uh, 120 second discussion phase you can technically talk about anything you want uh so say like i find a dead body i saw uh dark blue or whatever because the, the the crewmates are all color coded so you don't have to know everyone's name if you're playing with strangers uh because you you can play online with strangers and just use the text chat but it's it's not quite as fun um be like oh i i saw dark blue leaving the room when i found the dead body i i i suspect them and then um, you know, you you discuss and you say, okay, well, I'm gonna follow Dark Blue. You know, if 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 we, because uh, you can skip a vote, so you might say, oh, we don't actually have enough evidence. Uh, I I Dark Blue might not have been leaving the room. I just saw them in the corridor. They might have run past, just like me. So, I'm I'm gonna follow Dark Blue. Next round. Um. So, what you talk about rounds? So, is it sort of like you're all doing your tasks? And then someone will find a dead body. Does that sort of like pause the game for a bit? So it goes, okay, you've got two minutes or some period of time to talk about what's been going on. Yes. So um, and when then... when the like alert gets called, either yeah through someone declaring that they found a body, or uh, someone pressing the emergency meeting buzzer, um, the game is paused. Everyone is brought back to the central location, which is often the cafeteria of whatever place we're in, and. Um, yeah, you all discuss. Uh, votes can be skipped. Like, oh, I don't want to vote for anyone. I don't think I I know who is the imposter enough to to be you know confident enough to vote on them. So I'm just going to skip. Mm-hmm. Votes get skipped because, uh, of course, if you do vote on someone, they are removed. They are ejected ah, so from if the. You, if you eject somebody that's not the imposter or not one of the imposters, then you kind of can hurt yourselves. Yeah. Uh, you you obviously lose uh, you lose one crewmate, and if you lose too many crewmates, then the imposters win automatically. Because um, if you think about it, say there's two imposters, and they get it down to a group of five, they can just immediately kill two people, and they win because the the uh-huh. imposters then outnumber the crewmates. Uh, and how many how many people can the imposters kill? Is it one per round? Each, it's or is um, it one? They they have a, a cooldown on their kill ability. Uh, which is uh, okay. by default fifteen seconds. Oh, that's quite short then. Yeah, uh, I've 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 wanted to play a um, I've I've used lots of words. Uh, I've like a Metal Gear Solid or like a like a Genji playthrough where the imposter. Uh, well, everyone has like three times running speed, which is ridiculous. We tried it and it's horrible. Uh, but the imposter has no kill countdown. So they can just like just run. It's it's really funny to me just the idea of the imposter just running around with a 
katana just killing people in like a long line <laughs> but obviously yeah, be a, a, it wouldn't be very fun but yeah um often that kill cooldown is something that is used in in arguments like i ran past white and i went into the reactor room and i saw a body uh and then white would be like if, if i'm the imposter why didn't i kill you you were alone and it's like oh well because you were on cooldown because it hadn't been 15 seconds since you killed him um so it's 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 very interesting and i i have a problem of getting a bit heated i get i get because i i, I feel what yeah you get heated Hambo, don't no. do this to me don't do this to me no, what that's crazy i get i get insane. so stressed and i feel like if like if i discover no. a body and i'm like it has to be this person because i saw them running away and like i get so confident in these beliefs because i feel like if 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 we don't do anything you're gonna be next they're gonna get you yeah i'm absolutely next whenever that happens but um it sounds like a really really cool game wilkie you have convinced me that i should play it at some point yeah is it on steam it it is it's on steam for uh four pounds uh it's on your phone for free yeah uh i have i have personally invested an extra two pounds and nine pence to uh get a little mini crewmate who runs around and follows me uh it's very cute until i get shot in the face and my little pet, my little mini crewmate, uh, stays where I died, just sitting there. Oh, that's even better. I really want to play this game. We should, at that price, Wilkie, we could honestly convince a lot of people in our group chats to get that game. Yeah, I, I, like, a lot of people in, in Panto have it. I know you're not in Panto, but um, Izzy, Izzy said I had to convince you uh, to come play. So I think we're doing that now. Yeah. I think, I think we should get people from our house last year to play as well. Yeah, that would be really good because this sounds awesome and for like four pounds that's not bad you mentioned among us before and in my head it was like oh it's probably going to cost like four guys money which is 15 or something and it's like that's not expensive but it's still not cheap cheap i i want to say also uh I, I mentioned getting shot in the face there are so many kill animations uh so when when the, when the imposter kills you your screen like completely shifts to a like a much more zoomed in animation of the imposter killing you and there are so many i i can't tell how many of these were fan made and how many were real but there's one where the imposter is wearing like a a minecraft diamond helmet and they kill you with a diamond sword there's one where they kill you with a halo energy sword there's one where they drop an anvil on your head um there's so many wookie i'm gonna get this game after the show and it's we're gonna play so it. fun it's so fun let's do it um so if you had to give this game a review i can't possibly imagine what it's going to be Honestly, Based honestly, on your positive talk. Honestly, I again, I said I want to set a higher standard for myself. It's fun, and I have a lot of fun playing it. But <gasps> I, I think there's room for improvement. They're making a sequel. I think they could add more variety. I think they could add more things that people can do. Uh, I think it would be really interesting if they added like a detective, like they have in Trouble in Terrorist Town. If they added more more abilities for the imposters, I thought it'd be cool if the imposters could have like a hologram where they can project themselves in two rooms at once. So it's like, no, it can't be red. I saw him in Reactor. But really, that's just a hologram that's just running randomly around the building. But then recognizing the hologram becomes a new skill. And then once once people can recognize holograms, then there's a different thing. Um, I'm going to give it a bad good. Okay. Because at the moment, it's very simple. It's good, but it's very simple. And I think I, I, I want to give them room to expand. Uh, that that's uh, inner uh, inner sloth studios. I want to give them some room to expand. Well, a g- game that I don't think needs to expand anymore 
is the subject of my ne- of my topic. I was going to say my next topic. We've only done one. Pause. It's segment time. Do 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 do. do, do. It's, it's segment, segment time. time. Uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to a segment that was uh, uh, that we teased last week. Uh, hello, and wel- you're holding me to this. Welcome to Pitch Pitch, episode one. <laughs> A podcast within a podcast. A podcast within a podcast. This week we pitch uh, Pitch Perfect 4. Uh, this time it's about sea shanties. Uh, I did I, 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 uh, I, I did consider calling it uh, Shanty Raid, but that's a bad title. And also Pitch Perfect films do not traditionally have subtitles. So this is Pitch Perfect 4. Um, okay. So I don't know how Pitch Perfect 3 ended. And if I'm honest, I've seen both Pitch Perfect 1 and 2. I don't remember how either of those ended. I've not seen Pitch Perfect 3, so I don't know. I have no recollection. My my understanding is that the Pitch Perfect films take place in the modern day. Yes. But sea shanties aren't that popular these days. Anna Kendrick is in it. Yes. Um, Anna Kendrick's in this the, one as well. There's the there's the Amy... Amy what's it? Amy... No, it's not Amy Schumer. What's the... The, the Australian or New Zealand woman? Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson! She's very good. She's she's in it. Um, And there's the woman from Bumblebee. Yes. I don't know her. Hayley yeah. Steinfeld? Maybe. Hayley Steinfeld? And, and a lot of other people. So, Wookiee, I know where you're going with this. Sea shanties aren't popular anymore. Time travel. This one's set in the 1870s. Exactly. That's where they need to go. It's like Fuzz and Furious 9. They're going to space. This time, pitch perfect. They're going back in time. Well, hang I on. I think is it, it starts off in the past. Do Is it the same characters? Is it is it Anna Kendrick's Becca Mitchell travelling to the I, past? I think it's... It's not Becca Mitchell. I think we need to call her like Rebecca Mitchell the second. Miss Rebecca Mitchell the Mitchell the second. Miss Rebecca Mitchell. Dame Rebecca Mitchell. No, I don't think. I think that's a bit much. I don't think she's a dame. Okay, maybe she's like a a a, a da or a m. She's like half a dame. She wouldn't be a dame in America, would she? No, uh, she'd be a. Uh, Lady. Lady Rebecca Mitchell. A lady. A Um, lady Rebecca Mitchell. My idea was that, um, because sea shanties are obviously sung on ships. Yeah. So instead of her... What I did was rewrite Pitch Perfect 1, but with sea shanties, which isn't the goal of this... this... No, it's to find a new movie. But I I thought, what? so her dad is a university lecturer, right? What if her dad is a, 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 a US Navy captain? And he says, "Yes, daughter, you have to come on my ship and work there. And she's like, oh, this sucks because I'm not getting paid because women didn't get paid to be in the Navy until 1890. Oh, wow, Wilkie, that's, that's, really, that's really bad. I want to say that. Bad, bad. And not getting paid for their work? Bad, bad. But yeah, she hates it until she hears someone singing a sea shanty and she joins in. And, and she learns to love singing sea shanties. And then like the end of the film is... Uh, they have to like fight pirates or something, and she starts singing a sea shanty because everyone's being really disorganized. And sea shanties were working songs, uh, so they they keep everyone in a rhythm. And everyone's really disorganized. Everyone's panicking until she starts singing a sea shanty, and she gets everyone like calm and organized. I love this. I love this image we're getting. I can see Rebel Wilson just swinging in like Jack Sparrow on a rope from one ship to another. Well, the, the problem is we can't include more than one woman. Because none, they're not allowed to be in the Navy. Wilkie, this is where Hambo comes in and says, 
I like where we started off. I like her being on her dad's ship. I like her discovering sea shanties. I think we could work it on the original ship if we want to stick rhetorically accurate. We could easily fit in a gag where a woman's disguised as a as a man or a boy trying to be stow away on a ship because she wants to go on it. And then, however, yeah. I think in the honor of Pitch Perfect and about empowering people, we have a whole other we have a women's only ship come along and they recruit. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say Rebel Wilson was the stowaway because I think it would be quite funny to see. Yeah, she's she's kind of the comedic character, yeah. Um, and then her and Anna Kendrick jump over to this new ship, and they live a they live a great life. And then are these pirates? As like pirates, but sea shanty singing pirates, they can go on a whole escapade of adventures. Maybe they can find some lost treasure. That can be a whole thing. They, and they the lost treasure, Davy Jones, and he's got tentacles on his face. Yeah, and like they they sing they maybe they sing about sort of this legend is one of the songs, and that's how they know all the stuff. And maybe they go to the island because it's got to be on an island. You can't just bury stuff in the water. That's not really burying the it. The island of Tortuga. Yeah, and they get there, and they're like, "Wow, that's a big old turtle shell that's just floating there." We're not gonna dive too deep into that. And then they go onto the island, and like maybe there's sea shanty. I can't say this word. Sea shanty like challenges. So you know you've got to charm the snakes. You've got to coax a coconut down from the tree. Snake shanty by singing nicely to it. Yes. softly. This is pitch <laughs> pitch pirates of the Caribbean. Perfect. And then at the end, the the maybe the original her dad ship because once her dad might have been a dick and not paid or anything, maybe she loves her dad. And her dad's in a lot of trouble, and then they come along, and they're like, "We'll save you." And, and they they sing a, a they sing a rousing sea shanty, and then and then her dad's like, "You know what? Maybe we should pay women." And and Anna Kendrick can be like, "I don't need your money anymore." Wow, I've got my own. She puts on her shades, and it's like, "Yeah," in the background. Yeah, and then she... we jump ahead twenty years, uh, and we meet Anne Bradford Stokes, who's a character we've never met before, and uh, we see that she gets paid twelve dollars to be on a navy ship. Yeah, they start paying people. And then we wake up and it was all a dream. It was all a dream. And 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 uh, Anna Kendrick is in her bedroom and Pitch Perfect 1 hasn't even begun yet. It's a it's like a happy death day situation. Oh damn. She has to win she has to win the um the singing competition before she gets killed. But the singing competition's at like the end of the year. Uh so she keeps so she's got a year to avoid being killed. Well, because you've just pitched Pitch Perfect 5. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're getting ahead of... Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We can't do we can't do Pitch Pitch next week because we're doing primetime again. Uh, okay, well, I don't know when we'll do Pitch Pitch again. And I think it's funny. I think we've got something workable there. What's... Uh, given that I, I interrupted you to bring this in, uh, what's your topic, Hambo? My topic is... Bow, 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 bow. I tried to do the, the Fortnite default dance. Ah, yes. I did the music. Because I want to talk about Fortnite. Oh, Wilkie's not doing it way better. Um, I just want to talk about Fortnite. I, I did put up a thing of just the emotes, and I had thought about just talking about Fortnite dances as a concept, but I think I just want to do the whole game, because it's just easier. Because... I've talked about Fortnite on this show before. Again, I'm recycling some of my old topics just because I've been busy with lots of other stuff. And also, Fortnite has become a big thing in my life again very recently because of their new season. It's all Marvel-themed. So I thought I'd come back to the Things have changed a lot, so I think we can talk about things. Again, yeah, things have changed a lot. Because, yes, you've all heard of this Battle Royale. Simple concept. 
100 players in teams of one, two, or four, because that 100 is, is divisible by all of those numbers, will fall out of battle bus onto an island. They will slow their descent with some kind of parachute or glider or umbrella. They will land. They will find weapons. Armor. No, not weapons. Uh, they will find weapon. They will, no, they will find weapons. They won't find armor. They'll find like potions which give them shield. Uh, and they'll find materials like wood, stone, and metal. And they will build structures and they will fight. And eventually only one player will be alive. Or maybe two or four, depending on the team size. And that, that team or person will win. And they'll get a victory royale and they'll feel really, really cool. And that's that's the game. And it's really, really awesome. You have this cool island with lots of different locations. Uh, right now it's Marvel-inspired because they're doing a big Marvel season. It's actually tying into the comic books. Galactus, the big world-devourer monster, is coming down to eat the Fortnite island. And Thor, who has recently become a herald of Galactus, has gone to the island to warn people. He's also brought like some of his mates along. So I think uh, you've got like Iron Man has shown up, Wolverine, uh, Captain America was previously a skin and for some of the other skins like some of the x-force they've tied those characters into the comic book so uh, captain america might become sort of an official nexus war character uh yeah they've got like cable psylocke mystique uh doctor doom has recently been added he's really really cool and yeah you're just yeah, you, you showed around. me that you had doctor doom and yes. you got to sit in a chair yes because what um that is true because, yeah, they've made the island theme so you can find sentinels, which have been broken up and destroyed, and their, like, hand can launch you off. Uh, you can find just, like, little Marvel references around, um, but some of the other locations are, like, entirely Marvel-themed. So they've added, really recently, Tony Stark's lab. There you can find an NPC Iron Man who you can kill, and if you do that, you can pick up the, um, the Repulsar, like, gun thing, which is quite fun, but the way better item is the unibeam if it's just huge explosion that you do it takes a long time to recharge but it just like blasts through buildings and will do a lot of damage to whoever it hits it's very nice uh, so I, find... I think you tweeted about the unibeam didn't you yeah because um it you was... were that you never use twitter you were that excited that you tweeted about the unibeam i want to start using twitter a bit more and i was very excited about using the unibeam because it was really hard wilkie i'm I enjoy Fortnite and I'm decent, but I'm not good in some of the, the the typical like building and all of that main mechanic. I'm just I've never really practiced it. I've just because I play on the Switch and the Xbox, the it's a bit easier than playing on PC, so I've never had to be brilliant to, in order to get a, a victory on occasion. And uh, there was this person they were building a lot, and I just couldn't destroy it fast enough. And I thought. I'm going to try the Unibeam. And they were just sort of stood behind this wooden wall that I couldn't break. It was like slowly patching up and they were trying to heal really quickly. And I just, you just, you float into the air, charge up a beam and then you just fire and it obliterated the person. And I felt so powerful. Hell yeah. A character. Um, they've, got, they've added other items so you can find Dr. Doom's equipment. Uh, you can go and do the same with an NPC Dr. Doom, take him out. It's not quite as fun. You get like this big ball of energy that you can throw and it burns stuff, uh, which is really cool. Um, but it's not quite as powerful as Iron Man's equipment. And then also you can randomly find some of the other power-ups. So you can find like Thor's hammer, uh, which just drops a giant Mjolnir from the sky and 
does something. I had a very good victory with that. Uh, there was these two people battling it out. Again, doing a lot of other building. I just went, okay, I'm going to get both of them in this circle. Dropped the Mjolnir, crashed through everything. They both died and I won. And I felt Hell so yeah. good again. Um, it's and those yeah, and thousand IQ plays that always feel the best. They do. And I think that's why Fortnite is so much fun. Because yeah, it's it, it, it does a good balance of making you feel really dumb and stupid when a bot kills you or one of the NPCs kills you. But it also makes you feel really powerful when you manage to kill another player. Even if they are a, a player in inverted commas because they're played by the computer and you just don't know. It's it's really, really, really cool to do. It's also fun to play with friends. friends a lot like Among Us. We have uh, quite a few friends that do Fortnite and we I've been playing with them uh been playing with uh Alex and Andy quite a few bit uh quite a few times played with Izzy a couple of times as well until her laptop decided she didn't it didn't like Fortnite anymore and uh that was a shame was there was something else that was really cool that I wanted to talk about oh yes uh you mentioned the Doctor Doom emote one thing they've also added this season is a lot more specific emotes for characters so Thor or like specific things for each character so only thor can use mjolnir uh only storm can do this animation where her she floats in the air and her cape appears as she sort of glides down um from the battle bus and then my favorite one that they've added is well actually my two favorites are mystique uh she if she kills a player she can assume their skin she looks like them oh that's pretty cool and then dr doom i had yeah has the most sort of over-the-top emote which he can only use if you get a victory owl uh, which can be done in other game modes like uh, team rumble which is 20 v 20 with respawn and it's it's more like just shooting each other uh, but if you get a victory owl in any game mode you can use this emote and this throne just comes up out of the ground uh, it dr doom spins around and just sits in it and it, he's facing the screen which doesn't happen very often it gives you a very nice sort of screen with the the victory royale just above your head and you just feel very powerful Yes, now I, I have a question. Yes. You said that you said that this officially ties in with the comics. Uh-huh. So if if I play a game of Fortnite mm-hmm. and I, I meet a player who's wearing the Thor skin mm-hmm. and I shoot them in the head with a shotgun and they die, mm-hmm. does that mean that canonically in the comics I was there and I killed Thor? with a shotgun to his head no unfortunately not because firstly uh i've i've used the word like killing a lot fortnite is very clear that you don't kill anybody they get sort of digitized and taken away by this weird robot creature uh because you can reboot people so i don't think anyone actually dies in in fortnite it's specifically being knocked down and then being eliminated even so i even so I, i uh bested thor in the combat arena when he was wielding Mjolnir, uh, a blessed hammer forged in the heart of a star, and I uh, shot him in the head with a pump-action shotgun, and he died. Kind of. Kind of. I, I think that, that what Fortnite does a lot of storytelling, uh, It the way it prefers to do it is with sort of its weekly update, it will change not necessarily the map itself. Sometimes there will be big changes to the map, like recently a giant big pancake mountain appeared with tony stark stuff on it, it it's the best way to describe it well can you google it uh, is but, it actually made of pancakes no it, it's just a very it's like a disc but it's a mountain so it's it's hard to climb up to it but it's a disc like um like sugarloaf mountain in in south africa sure we'll say like yes a, like a big like a big flat plateau cool yeah yeah uh, and uh 
they just that so that sort of dropped in that did really alter the map but they do a lot more things with sort of little props so uh they sometimes it's for their bigger plots you know they've talked when they've done this marvel stuff you see you see like tony stark putting these weird things around uh, which obviously stark because they say stark industries on their red and they look like iron man stuff and they're creating these weird beams of light and they're doing something like that uh you know when they had their in season two of this chapter chapter two they had um you know lots of references to the ghost v shadow uh battle that was happening on with the spies and they had um these weird pillars appearing uh for the big event build up you know at the end of last season at the end of the last chapter they had all of the again these uh in world sort of uh appearance based things sort of setting up what the plot was even though the game itself has no plot uh, but they were sort of saying, oh, yes, this has happened. So, you know, they've had these lorries are moving down a road. And you can see, you know, last week in the update, they were back up here. This week, they're further down. Uh, they did that for, like, the super... They did a superhero season, which was a bit more generic. And so they had a big meteorite crash down, and there were these lorries mining it. And then they would they were carrying those, those mined objects down a road, and they were taking it to the villain's lair. It was really cool. Um, and sometimes they do it with smaller stories. They've been doing a lot of stuff with teddy bears and gnomes in this chapter that you just, so yes Casey, i remember that there's just gnomes and teddy bears on a fight and it's really cool to see them dotted around sometimes you'll see like a a teddy bear torture chamber where it's got it's sat in a chair and it's got lights blowing at it and there's a gnome just looking at it from the outside uh, and it's a bit dark but it's cute and fun and cuddly and that's all you have to remember with Fortnite. it's it's cute and fun and cuddly so ignore the fact that that was a pump action shotgun to the face so there, there is a a story that is presented to the players, but the the events of a of any given round of Fortnite are not canon to any comic. Yes, but the you know where where when you see you know Thor and Galactus and these characters like interacting in perhaps cutscenes or interact or like when you see Tony Stark building this object then that is something that Tony has canonically built. Yes. That is that's that's sort of how it goes. And I think it works really well. They're really opening themselves up to some of these cutscenes. Um they've done they've done some really interesting things this chapter, really trying to build up a world. There was this very odd moment where this person tried to sort of fight the storm uh, and they haven't really addressed it it happened a couple of seasons ago but tried to push the storm back and it ripped through reality and people just appeared in an office building and jonesy who's the blonde haired typical fortnite character just like went you shouldn't be able to see me and then everyone popped back into a reality the reality of the fortnite and uh i think it's it's interesting to see them do all this stuff and it's still you know the game itself is still a lot of fun it's it's hard to really do better than a battle royale i think as a game mode because it's really cool to watch it's really cool to partake in builds up a lot of the the right emotions inside of you i I don't feel like i i die because i am bad at the oh i feel like i die because i'm bad at the game not because the game has cheated me in some way and yeah i feel like i've rambled on about fortnite a lot other positives as well you know it does microtransactions quite well it's a free game so you can enjoy it all for free uh, they do all these really cool concerts in the game that you can just attend if you are logged in at the right times. Oh, yeah, there was a Travis Scott concert. That was a big one, but they also now have a party hub. So rather than you loading onto the main islands, you load onto this separate location where it's all just party based. You can play with paintball guns and uh, do these like time trial challenges, and that's where they host other concerts now. And that's a really awesome concept that they've really tried to develop. And I think that 
I think I did have some issues with Fortnite when I last talked about it. And they've done a lot to really take a lot of those issues and grow on them make make it feel better they do well about sort of they've got so many different items now they each season they do cycle in new and old ones they've added driving and boats and uh they've added helicopters and i think they've got a good balance of nothing feeling too overpowered some of the legendary weapons are quite strong but they do have their limits you know i think they've they've done a little bit to tweak the unibeam and uh, stuff since i first used it and i think it does it does feel like you can win even if you don't have one of these legendary weapons still. And I think that they they've done a lot to really keep it fun at the end of the day. And last time I might have given it a bad something with a bad in it, but this time I want to give it a good good because Fortnite has since then done a lot to improve itself. And I'd like to think that we played a part of that. Uh, and with all of that, I will give a little segment here, our second one of the good good gang. Because, yes, we did another competition. I asked everyone on Instagram. Uh, I needed help. Because I'm trying to guess what Wilkie's favourite animal is. And I've not determined it on based on what the correct answer is. I yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't remember you asking me, like, hey, I need an answer for this question. I, you just sort of did it. And I was like, okay, uh, what is my favourite animal? Go on. I'm going to guess. I've, I've looked at all the suggestions. And based on some things i'm gonna i'm gonna say your favorite animal wilkie is a toad and the reason i've picked a toad is because in our recent DD game not the one that you're now running but the one that our other friend andy runs uh you played a character called colo who had a big warty toad and you kept going on about how much you loved the idea of this big warty toad and i thought yes i could see wilkie with a toad in real life just in a just on a little i, I, I don't quite you know like a cat stand like a pole yeah now imagine put a bed on top of it that's really comfy that's where your toad would sit on a pedestal or I, do, I do i do like toads they're very cute and so i can see a toad being your favorite animal and just sort of sits there i saw a video recently of uh someone who owns frogs not not quite toads but sort of the the appeal is the same i like just the sort of the way they just sort of sit there and just exist uh but they were they were putting uh lego hats like hats that go on Lego minifigures, but they were putting them on their toad, Aww. on on their the little the little frog pets, and it was very really cute because they they sort of fit quite well because of the size the 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 ratios were all correct, and they had a little cowboy hat or a little um they had like a very tall stovepipe hat, and it's like they're the mayor of of oh. their little box. frog town. Yeah, that's the, really the mayor nice. of frog town. And the the that was suggested by prompted writing podcast on instagram and they nominated one of that so the podcast as a whole gets a good good and they nominated bella and um izzy has prepared this little segment which is say to say because izzy has foiled all of your attempts to be queen of prompted she offers a peace treaty uh, which is she's gonna i'm not gonna read this out of her basin by the way because izzy has granted bella a lot of control over boy review and i don't like that so I'm just gonna tweak it. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna editorialize. Um, yeah, we're gonna renegotiate the terms of this contract. Yeah, it's a peace cause... treaty. Um, she's bestowed upon Bella a membership of the Good Good Gang. Yeah, I'm 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 chiseling away the marble as we speak. I hadn't fully vetted this. They'd also like to add Toad Tony as a henchman to the Good Good Gang. I I think we can add Toad Tony. It's not very I'll long. Put, I'll put him in. I'll indent him underneath Bella. Yeah, not not a full. Oh, doesn't Bella have a, a Toad tattoo? Yeah. 
because we, we we know the hosts of prompted podcast in real life i because I, I, I think you've said re- you've said previously that obviously izzy's your yes. girlfriend and izzy is a host of prompted yes we swear there's no uh there's no cheating here but i it is it is honestly random i do promise it just a lot of our friends take part in these polls at the moment we we haven't built out an audience much beyond our friendship group so at least for a few more weeks our friends are likely to be the winners of these competitions just by probability alone so they, they they'd better exploit that chance while they still have it yeah because you're gonna blow up you're gonna feel really bad when like if our group chat of say eight people seven of them are part of the good year gang and one of them just cannot because we're not gonna we're not just going to give these things away, Wookie. It's a certificate no. and whole, it's a whole lot. What, what, one or two a week at most. Right. Um, so yeah, Toad Tony gets a little a little indented mark underneath Bella. And we Prompted hope, writing podcast. And Izzy and Bella, we all hope uh, we hope that you enjoy being good good. And Izzy would like to say to Bella, she hopes that she enjoys her reign as part of the good good gang. Well, she's on the, she's on the marble slab, so have fun. Two thumbs up. Good good. Good good now our 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 episode today hambo has been has been fairly chocker it's been fairly busy uh it's been rather video game heavy we've been indoors a lot playing video games this episode as much as we're perhaps not allowed to do this right now it's not maybe the best idea maybe we can reminisce i'm thinking about going to the beach Let's, Let's go get away. Oh, I was about to do the same thing. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> same brain cell. <laughs> Ninky Minjaj. I didn't know that was the a beach, Nicki Minaj song. The beach song. is fun. I what? I didn't know that was a Nicki Minaj song. Yeah, isn't it? Let's go to the beach. Beach. Let's go get away. They say. Well, was that like was it's... Pitbull involved in that song? Was that somebody else as well? Are you thinking of Timber? No, I'm not thinking of Timber. Maybe I am. No. Let's go to the. Is it just Nicki Minaj that does that song? Is there not someone else? It's like. As far as uh, hang on. But boy, review, we do Nikki? check our facts infrequently, but when it matters. Nicki Minaj pregnant, says Google. No. Uh, Nicki Minaj beach song. It's called Starships by Nicki Minaj, apparently. Oh, yeah, because Starships, they're meant to fly. Starships is about defying expectations and realizing your potential, a lesson that's very close to Nicki Minaj's heart. This track saw Nicki Minaj make her big transition from urban crossover rapper to mainstream pop songstress. With a little help from producer-songwriter Red One, the, I'm reading here from Genius.com, the baddest bitch takes her super bass success to the next level. Wow. See, I, I... I don't know that I was comfortable saying those words. See, I was aware of Starships. It's a it's a good song, and it's it's fun to sing along to. I had no clue that Nicki Minaj wrote it. I she didn't just write it; she performed it. She sung it. No, I know. I don't know who I thought did all of those things. I just didn't imagine Nicki Minaj. But good on her. It's a good song, and good on all the other songs. She is the baddest bitch. She is. She she the gets, baddest she gets to good. go on the. She gets to go on the baddest baddest. Not in a not in a bad way, but she gets to go on the baddest baddest. Uh, yeah, change. that's, a, that that's a, it's, it's different. It's different. Anyway, the beach. I live in Brighton, which means I have ample access to the beach. I have many fond memories of going to the beach uh, as uh, as a child. Um, my school would always do a like a yearly picnic, like our end of summer term. We'd all go to a beach um, uh, near a place called the Seven Sisters, uh, near a place called Beachy Head. Makes sense. There'd be a beach at Beachy yeah. Head. 
Yeah. How, how annoying would, how upset would you be if you were driving along the coast and like don't worry little Timmy we're going to take you to the best beach in the world and you get to beachy head and there's nothing there it's just a single tree in some ways why is there a tree oh it's a beach tree okay I get it yeah um, but yeah, we, we'd sit there on the beach and we'd have, uh, we'd have like, our, uh, often the parents would bring food, um, cause we were primary school children. We couldn't really prepare our own food at that point. You could try. Um, well, at least not like in an organized picnic way. We just <laughs> bring a bag full of bread and it's like, well, I guess we're eating bread cause I'm not allowed to use knives, oh. but that, that was always fun. Uh, we'd always go rock pooling. Did you ever go rock pooling? How about what's how how frequently did you go to the beach? Because I, I feel like you were a bit more landlocked than I am. So uh, when at the moment, yes, I, I've been living in a landlocked county in the UK for quite a long time now, since I was what about seven. But when I was a bit younger, I uh, I lived in Northern Ireland, and uh, we would go to the beach quite frequently. I don't, I, I'm not very good at geography. And I don't quite know how near I lived to the beach in Northern Ireland, but we would go. I, I feel like with some frequency, and it was really cool. Uh, I remember like that once I have a these... week, once a month. Uh, I, uh, particularly when I was younger, sort of before school, yeah, I could easily see us going maybe once every couple of weeks, maybe a couple of times a month to, during the during the hotter periods. And yeah, there's there's also pictures of me at the beach uh, with my mum and dad. I'm just you know shouting, sitting on different rocks, climbing around. Doing a lot of rock pooling, yeah. Getting looking for all those little little creatures with uh, to just sort of look at and stare at and point at. They're really cute. Um, I have this very I can't remember why, but I have this big memory of um, we used to have a Land Rover and it sort of dad driving it onto the beach and sort of circling round. I don't think he did a donut, but he just sort of I'm just driving along a bit and then coming out. I think because we brought some like things to set up and my parents decided it would just be easier to dry, to see if there was anyone there carefully drive it on and then just set up the car there it was really cool and uh yeah i have i really enjoyed going to the beach a lot as a kid uh you know playing in the sand sand castles classic wow brilliant time uh, pastime obviously yeah now don't do that as often uh, i've been to the beach a couple of times with izzy because she lives near brighton uh and we've we've it's the thing to do quite enjoy going to the pier i get when i my my uncle lives also down near brighton i have a lot of people that live near brighton it's it's a good place to go have been to the pier several times i enjoy playing on all the machines it's not quite the beach but it's there you can see the sand i i haven't been to the pier ever like i've 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 walked around the outside i guess to like go and look at the sea i've not been inside any of the buildings i've not been on any of the rides it's just a, a as as far as I can tell, it's just a scam. What? That's. I guess it's sort of like a tourist thing, but yeah, it's. I, it's, I, I mean, feel like... it's just a. Why? Why? Why would you go inside and play with, like, exorbitantly expensive arcade machines when you're literally at the seaside? Like, there's much nicer things you can do for free. True. It's fun to go on the beach. Um. I feel like we have to we have to take you to a pier. This is a thing we do post lockdown. You and I go to the pier because okay. it's a lot of fun. Because the the advantage of the piers is that yes, they they can rack up a lot of money, but also if you only have say a couple of pounds, you can just play a lot of the two P machines. Yes, you will lose that pat those that money. You will not make money on two P machines unless you are very very lucky. But yeah, you could you know for one pound you can get fifty plays, which is like that's good math so many. that's good maths right there 
that's a lot of plays Wilkie on a little machine and yeah that sometimes is, yeah. and some of the arcade places are really cool I did one with Izzy which was like a Halo campaign we didn't do very well I can tell you that but we, we got to play some Halo and it was really cool like were you Master Chief? no you're some other Spartans ah what's what's your Spartan name Hamish? well it would still be Hamish because his name didn't change his name is still John <laughs> he just kept his name um so you're like hamish, Chief... hamish 420 uh yeah i might go for like hamish 418 because i really like the pokemon Buizel. ah yes hamish 418 but then what's your like master chief is his rank isn't it yeah which is well, a, a okay. stupid name it's yeah it's, it's not a, it's not a name it's a rank it's a position it's like if, if someone said it called you yes your name is podcaster i'm i'm wilkie uh 69 and my my rank is commander crunch did you know that Captain Crunch is actually a commander? You've said this. I think you've, yeah. you've said this actually on an episode of Boy Review. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a fun it's a fun fact that according to his uniform, he's actually a commander. Technically, we wouldn't be. I wouldn't be Hamish Fawney, and you wouldn't be Wilkie Sixstone. I think we'd be Sierra, followed by the number. Because I'm assuming that based on the fact that it's a Spartan S, and and John is Sierra one one seven. Isn't he John one one seven? Yeah, but he's also Sierra one one seven S. Okay. Is his other? Is this like his code number? I like. Halo. Oh, and then people just call him John One One Seven as like a nickname. So, um, beaches. Nicki Minaj is the baddest beach. <laughs> oh, what what do you like to do when you go to the beach, Wookie? Do you 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 mentioned uh, rock pooling? Do you like building sandcastles like I do? Do you uh, like going out into the I, water? I don't often get the chance to build sandcastles because Brighton is a very rocky beach. Um, but. Even when I've been to sandy beaches, I don't really do I don't really do sand castles. I don't think I did. I I enjoy swimming. I enjoy going in the water. Um, it's 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 very fun once you sort of commit to going in the water and like just throw yourself in and you get over that like moment of like oh it's really cold. Uh, it's really fun swimming in the sea. I love like you get bobbed bobbed up and down. You just pee yourself a bit and it heats up. Gross. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you out the Hamish. If you edit that out, I swear to God, you've got to keep that in. You've got to keep that in the show. Everyone's um, peed in the ocean. Gross! Stop peeing in the ocean. Um, Everyone's done it. There's fish live there. What if I came and peed in your house? Fish pee in the ocean all the time. Technically, Wookie, you everyone pees in people's houses as well because you just you just have a room dedicated for it. No, but okay. What if I came and just peed like on your floor? In what, what if I just went and peed in your bed where you sleep? Right, what? the ocean's where the fish sleep. Yeah, stop but, peeing in the fish bed. But the the ocean, but it's like they have effectively handed you a mop. It's just a lot of water. This is. I don't think either of us is going to win this argument. It dilutes um, it. I don't think it does. <laughs> That's okay. how dilution works. Let's agree to disagree. <laughs> In terms of the beach, I I like just I like sitting around. I just like like lounging. Often going to the beach would be accompanied by food. We'd get like fish and chips and go sit and watch the sunset and eat fish and chips. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I just go and hang out on the beach and I go like walk along the seafront. It's really nice. Um, Izzy and I went to a beach it wasn't brighton it was there's a fort there it's got an s in it seaford no i don't know yeah so, seaford um and we went to, we went to some other beach and yeah it, had, it, it it was really cool I had a little boardwalk we could go along and yeah we could just look out we saw some boats going out across i assume the channel um i don't i don't know geography i i, I guess it's the channel they're just going out to see to see what they can see 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 and uh, it was <laughs> it's really pretty it's 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 a lot of i know people use sort of sea sounds to relax and it is quite just sort of relaxing there's that salty smell in the air that's at least to me somewhat pleasant 
and you can just sort of feel at one with the ocean you can go out you can you know it, it i think it always looks quite picturesque i don't know why we i well i find the sea quite beautiful and i don't know if people in general find sort of that view quite pretty but i think it's it's quite nice and i've lost track of at all where i'm going with this it see good see see good good i i will add an amendment we've we've put some little amendments into this show getting back from the sea and being covered in sand and salt that's all dried bad yeah. bad oh i Sa- sandy it. socks bad bad beach when you're at the beach during that time s- beach and sea good good yeah because yeah as you said there's so many th- fun things you can do you can go just live life with fish and chips with not fish and chips sometimes you get like these donuts from the pier they're quite cool you can just you don't have to get any food you can just sort of walk but yeah the moment you've got things in your shoe you've got sandal down you you go like you go swimming in the sea you have to come out you're all salty you need to go and have a shower and you just yeah, like it it all dries on you and it's like oh that's kind of cool like because obviously yeah there's now salt on me because all the water's dried but then it's like oh gross i'm all crispy yeah you're gonna then and then you hop it. You've got to go get cleaned up, and yeah, then you'll have, free- have a shower when you get home. And then, but if you get home at like eight o'clock in the evening, you have a shower, and it ruins your schedule because you need to shower in the morning. You don't want to waste yeah. water for no reason. It's just not good. But while you're there, the beach is good. Good. Absolutely. And that is. This has been a very long recording session. Hambo. It's been quite a long this recording is- session. There's there's a lot to remove, but that's going to be a tomorrow job because for now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the end of the show. We've got to go now. I really want to play Among Us with Wilkie, so we might play a bit of that if I can convince him. I'm going to download it on Steam. You don't got to convince me. I'm I'm doing it anyway. Oh, heck yeah. I can and... see that Panto have already started the Discord service popping off. Oh, damn. Well, that's it all. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked us, please, you know, subscribe, follow, give us a five-star rating, whatever, whatever is appropriate for the podcast service you use. We appreciate you doing it. We don't pay for for any advertising. Uh, so if if you do like the show, please like tweet it, uh, send it to your friends. If if your friends are like, oh, I want to get listening to podcasts, maybe try us out. Yeah, we we try and be funny. We try and also be a bit informative. I think this week's ended up more on the informative scale, but yeah, we mix it up and we mix it around. And I think uh, it's a really really fun show that we both enjoy doing. If you also want a bit more of us, you can check us out on Instagram. We're Boy Review. I don't know if we're the Boy Review podcast or Boy Review. I, I think we're just at Boy Review at boy review we post we post content on there frequently and it's we also interact with people if you want to be a member of the good good gang look out for my quiz this week or maybe wilkie will be in charge of this one maybe who knows once i once i get the hang of actually making things i made a post i made, you a, made post. a really really good post wilkie i thought it was i thought that post was good good thank you and and you know let, let us know if if uh like dm us uh mention us in your story uh if you've tried something out because of our show let us know like oh uh, i I listened yeah like if you listen to some of the longest johns because i recommended them please tell me uh i think the the um the the what would it be dopamine or serotonin like the the happiness i would get from knowing that someone you know did a thing because i recommended it that would be incredible and i'm sure hamish feels the same like that's what what we want to do with the show is like we're not just out to be judgmental we want to like provide advice we want to be informative so yeah yeah we want people to enjoy things. We we want to say, hey, we enjoy this thing. You might enjoy it too. And we also want to say, hey, we didn't enjoy this thing. Maybe be careful about it. But we want, yeah, we want to spread our message. And if you want to try something that we talk about, that's what the point of the show is. That's that's why we do boy review. And now you know our secrets. 
you have all of our dirty washing, you know what is going on, and so we're going to have to cut the transmission before you triangulate our location. That's the static. Signing off. Over and out.